Hi everyone, I'm Zara and you're listening to the Lifestyle Alchemy podcast. This is your safe space where we discuss everything health, wellness, mindset and lifestyle. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode. Back again for my third proper episode. I can't believe it. I hope you guys are enjoying this podcast so far and enjoying all the content I'm bringing out. Obviously, these past few have been very much around like goal setting, mindset, confidence, that sort of thing. But if there are any specific like questions or topics you may have, let a girl know over on the Instagram. But today's topic, we are going to be discussing all about goal setting. Now, Again, with this episode, it was pre-recorded a few weeks in advance or literally like a month in advance. So there is no highs or lows for the week this week, but next week we will be commencing them again. So don't you worry. Anyways, we are going to talk all about goal setting, how to set goals and how to actually achieve them because setting goals is one thing, but no one actually tells you about how do you actually achieve them. And so I'm going to be that girl. I'm not going to gatekeep. I'm going to tell you all the little secrets. So what are goals? The dictionary definition says that the goals are the object of a person's ambition or effort and aim, desire or desired result. And you might be thinking like, why are goals important? Well, without goals, we don't move. We lack purpose. We don't live up to our full potential. So it is really important to make sure as we are already growing and evolving humans that we're really making the most of it. So I'm going to go through my five-step process for goal setting right after this ad. I'm just popping in because as you may or may not know, I am an online fitness coach and I help women change their bodies, gain confidence and feel empowered. Follow me on Instagram, you may have seen that we relaunched our signature Glow program. The program is a 12-week container where you will work with me one-to-one to achieve your biggest health and fitness goals. You'll also get the choice to do a celebratory photo shoot if you choose. This program is for you if you feel like you've tried every diet and can't seem to stay consistent, you have a strong desire to change your body but don't know even know where to start, you want to finally feel confident and sexy within your body, and you want to experience an all-expenses-paid photo shoot where you can celebrate your hard work. In this program, you'll get all the personalized support such as personalized training program designed for you and your goals and needs, personalized nutrition approach with macronutrients and a meal guide, weekly check-ins and monthly calls to make sure that you are on track and you feel supported and we are making sure that you are progressing as well as educational lessons to help you up-level your knowledge around health and fitness and way, way more. That is really only the tip of the iceberg. If you want to get involved in the photo shoot, this is going to include solo and group shots, hair and makeup on the day, a stylist, professional photographer to make you feel comfortable, and then a celebratory lunch and drinks after. Spots are limited for this program, so make sure you get in quick. All details will be in the show notes. We also offer payment plans so you have no reason to not invest in yourself and your health. Now back to the episode. The first step in my five-step process for goal setting is reflection. It is important to reflect so we can notice our wins, see where any low moments were, mistakes, lessons, the lessons we can really take with us into whether it's the new year, new month, new goal, whatever it may be. Like, have you tried to work towards this particular goal in the past? 
what did work, what didn't work, reflect upon that. Reflection is always the first step in one, just leaving it all behind. Two, like finding the lessons from that so you don't need to make them again. And also just to help you move into your new goals or your new vision. So that is step one, reflect. Now, I know that some people may have trouble with deciding like, what goals they even want to achieve, like what feels aligned for them or, you know, because we don't want to just make goals because that's what society is telling us to do or whatnot. Like they need to be aligned with us. So how I work through this, and this is the second step of my goal setting process, is to envision your dream life. And I know this sounds very big, but think about these certain few questions. So what does your dream self, like what is their day, like think of your dream self and think about, okay, what does their day look like? How do they dress or present themselves? What do they do for self-care? What's their family life like? What's their environment like? What does their health and well-being look like? What does their career look like? Like envision it all and then see, okay, where am I now? Okay, and where do I want to be? And start setting goals based on your dream self, right? Because that's where you want to eventually be. So you need to set some goals to eventually get there. The third step in my goal setting process is to create goals on where you want to be. So some examples, and I'm going to use my own examples (laughs) that I said at the start of the year. So one of my goals was to move to America officially and become a resident Next was to have $10,000 in my savings account and then also to hit 3,000 subscribers on YouTube. So those are my big goals. Those are like my hefty goals that I'm like, yes, I want to achieve these. These are going to help me work towards my dream life. So that they're just some examples and I'm going to run with run through these examples through the whole process just so you can actually see like instead of me just spitting information at you, you can sort of see how it actually works. The next step. I want you to take is to break your goals down because you might look at your goal and feel overwhelmed and be like, oh my God, how do I even get there? Break them down. How I like to do this is look at your year, your like goals, goals for the year. Sorry, just like tongue twisted your goals for the year and break them down into quarters like every quarter of the year, three months, or you can break your goals down even further. So say you have a goal of, I want to lose 10 kilograms break it down and be like, hey, let's just focus on losing the first two. Focus on that goal, like eyes on the prize. Just forget about the 10 kilos. Just focus on the two kilos ahead of you. Like break your goals down. Obviously, the big goals are always so exciting to set, but we actually need a way to get there. Otherwise, they're just going to remain a big goal. Simply just saying a goal, like saying it's a goal, won't allow it to land in your lap. You need like those little steps along the way that are going to like be more achievable. So as I said, I like to break my goal a year down into quarters. That way I'm just focusing on three months at a time or a mini goal. This way, the goal is way more manageable and tangible this way. And, you know, I'm not saying this to say don't dream big because like you dream big and then you break it down, right? So think of your dream life. Okay, break down the goals, then break them down even further. So then you actually have a step by step on how to get there. So let's do a little example based off the goals I had before. So one of my goals was to move to America. So the steps I want to get in the next three months is to get my permanent residency. Next is to have $10,000 in savings. So to break that down into quarters, I just have to have $2,500 in that account. $2,500 seems a lot less daunting to save than 10 grand, right? 
And then lastly, hit 3,000 subscribers on YouTube was a goal and I've broken that down to hit 1,000 subscribers on YouTube, which I'm pretty close to anyway. So that sounded very like tangible and it sounded like, okay, yeah, I, I can see that happening within the next three months. So they're just some examples based off the bigger goals I mentioned earlier, just so you can see how it looks when you break a goal down like this. The next step is we're going to break it down even further. So Again, for our goals to actually be achieved, we need to take action towards them. They're not just going to fall into our lap. And that's why I think a lot of people don't feel like success because they're like, oh, I've set this goal and it's just not happening for me. And it's like, okay, well, sis, are you, did you break the goal down? Like, are you doing the work? So we're going to break the goal down even further and we're going to actually create like actionable steps or like to do's for your goal. Think about like a to do list, right? Things you tick off. We're going to create that. So next step is to create to-dos or little actionable steps for that goal to be achieved. So I'm going to talk about the example of creating this podcast because it had been a goal for a while. So I wanted to start a podcast within the next three months. So the steps, the actionable to-dos, the things I need to do are research how to upload podcasts, list out episode ideas, create an IG page for podcast, do a photo shoot for branding, purchase microphone, record, edit, <laughs> upload first episode and launch to social media. See how they're like actionable steps. Like I can just tick those all off in one day if I really wanted to. So I have set the steps in place rather than be like, oh, I want to start a podcast. And then just time goes on, time goes on. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I want to start that podcast. And like, I don't even know the steps to get there. So you have to sit down. You actually have to like write down, okay, what are the actual actual steps and to do's I need to take for my goal? For the example of like a weight loss goal, you know, if you have the goal to lose Let's just use the example of this lady who wants to lose 10 kilos. Her big goal is to lose 10 kilos. Then we've broken it down and we've said, okay, let's focus on the first two kilograms. That's all you need to focus on. First two kilograms. Okay, let's break that down even further. What do you need to lose those first two kilograms? Okay, well, you need to be resistance-based training, weight-based training about three to four times a week. So that's an actionable step. That's a to-do. Next, you need to be tracking your food because what gets measured gets results and to ensure that you are in fact in a caloric deficit. So that's just another box to tick to hit your macronutrient or nutrition goals, however that may look. And then lastly, just like two out, uh, two liters of water and seven hours of sleep. You got four boxes to tick there. That's all you need to focus on is ticking those boxes. And then once you focus on ticking those boxes, you'll get the goal right. You'll hit the you'll hit the target. So hopefully you can understand this process so far. We reflect, then we envision our dream life and our dream self. Then we create our goals based on that. You know, what's okay, what's the missing like link from where we are now to where we want to be? What's what steps do I need to like what are the goals I need to achieve to get there? And then break it down even further. So, okay, I have this big goal. How can I break it down into more of a realistic and achievable goal? Okay, cool. I'm going to break it down even further. What are the actual steps I need to take for this goal to be achieved? What are the things I need to tick off every single week, every single day, whatever it may look like. So I want to touch on vision boards as well, because they can be an excellent tool for goal setting when done right. So (laughs) I'm going to riff off for a second. A lot of the time when I see people do vision boards, they're the really aesthetic ones with Pinterest photos, with the Lamborghini and the mansion on the beach. And like those things are great. I love it. I freaking love it. That's us dreaming big. But I feel like we do them and then we put them on our wall and we forget about them. So I want to give you my strategy for vision boards where it is actually a little bit more tangible and you can actually feel like, oh, I might actually achieve some things on this vision board. So 
I like to set my goals into quarters, as I said. Like I like to break my year down into quarters and then write my goals. Then what I do with my list of goals that I have, I find a picture that relates to one of them. Like say it's even a savings goal. I'll screenshot my like bank account and I'll copy like a different number on there and make it into my vision board like it it doesn't look as pretty or aesthetic but like it's more realistic so that's what I do with vision boards and then I'm able to like see it every day as a reminder and they're actually like tangible goals that photos that relate to my actual goals at the time not just like a pretty board not just like a mood board okay there's a difference between a mood board and a vision board so if you, I think vision boards are great. I have one that's like my dream, dream life. And then I have one that's like, okay, the next three months. So that's my like whole take on vision boards. Like they can be great if done right. So if you do that, it'll feel like, cause I've done so many vision boards and I'm just left disappointed. Cause I'm like, oh, well, I don't have my bloody Tesla yet. What's going on? But <laughs> this way I've, you know, okay, what are my goals for the next three months? Where's a photo that relates to that? Let's go. And that's how I've sort of gone with my approach with vision boards right now. Next step in the process is to surrender to the goal. Now, this is a topic I only really started to grasp. I've heard of it before, but I only really started to grasp it maybe the past like two to three months. And it's a excellent one. So I want to share about it and explain it a little bit further. So I truly believe your goals and desires are placed on your heart and mind for a reason. You know, if they weren't meant for us, we wouldn't be thinking about them. So they are meant for you. So after going through this process and finding the boxes you need to tick, and as long as you are ticking the boxes, right, you need to let go of the output goal, which I'm going to explain. But with your goals, you need to just focus on doing the work, having fun in the process, and you'll get to your goal a whole lot faster. I'm going to use this example. So a lot of people, I know I use the example of weight loss so much, but it's just such like an easy way to explain it. But obviously this can relate to so many different things as well. But a lot of people on their weight loss journey fail because they're so fixated on the end result, right? They're so fixated on, oh, I just, I'm not losing weight. I haven't lost weight. You know, they're expecting to lose 10 kilos. Oh, I'm getting a call. We're going to resume in a sec. All right, we are back. I was like, should I edit this out? But I'm like, no, we're keeping this podcast real. I got a phone call, but we're back. So <laughs> I like was on such a roll too that like screwed me up. But anyways, so going back to the example about surrender. So a lot of people fail on their weight loss journey because they're so fixated on the end result. They didn't get results freaking yesterday. And then they left disappointed and they feel down and they're like, oh, it's so hard. I'm never going to get it. Like they're so fixated on like, why isn't the scale dropping? Why isn't the scale dropping? Why am I not five kilos down yet? Where they're actually taking the energy and focus away from what they really need to be focusing on, which is like the input goals, those actionable to do's, the things that are actually going to get them to their goal. And I see this a lot in my clients. Like when my clients focus less on the changes in their body and more so on like the things they do every day and their habits and their routines and enjoying the process and embracing it all they are the ones that see the best results because they're not stressing about it. They're not stressing about, okay, I need to see like five kilogram drop or whatever, whatever. Like you need to obviously have that big goal in place, break it down through my formula. I mean, it's probably not my formula. It's just things I've learned over the years, by the way. Um, But then break it down. And all you need to do is just focus on the actionable to do's and steps. Forget about the end goal. The end goal will happen if you are doing the steps And then it'll just, you'll enjoy the journey so much more. You will have so much more fun. You won't feel as stressed. Like let go of the control. Let go of the control. It is hard. It is hard. I am a little bit of a control freak. I need to know. I'm like, I'm all like strategy, control, like 
everything but like you need to let go of the control and you're going to enjoy the process a whole lot more otherwise if you're so fixated on the end result you're going to just be continuously feeling like you are not there yet and just always left feeling disappointed. I also wanted to touch on the topic of input goals versus output goals because once I learned this topic my mind was freaking blown and I think it will blow your mind too. So output goals are the outcome goals. These are the results you know you would have listed these in your yearly and quarterly goals. This is like the outcome right the input goals are the goals to help you achieve the output goals so these are more your actionable to do's and steps so you might be wondering like what's more important and in my eyes input goals are way more important and input goals is where you need to be putting your energy because without the input goals there is no output goals So, you know, you can see you later to your outcome goals if you don't focus on the input and that's where like putting in the work comes in and actually doing the things. So I just wanted to explain this concept of like input goals versus output goals, like output goals won't happen unless you do the input goals. So put your energy into the right things, depending on your goal, depending on your steps. So like with my goal of the podcast, like I could have just been like, oh, I want to do a podcast and I could have written like some ideas and been like, oh, that would be cool to do a podcast. I really want to do one. But no, I wrote down my steps and I'm like, hey, time to get to work. Let's actually do it. And here I am, right? So that's just a little bit about that one. I can't wait to see you all crush your goals this year. I would love to hear any stories or if any of you move through this process. And trust me, if you move through this process, you are going to be achieving your goals. Like I just know it. It's worked for me. It's worked for my clients. So definitely let us know. Give us your feedback over on the Lifestyle Alchemy podcast. And other than that, thank you so much for listening. And I will chat to you in next week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Lifestyle Alchemy podcast. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, connect with us on Instagram and in our free Facebook group. All links will be in the show notes below. We appreciate your time and support more than you know. Make sure to follow or subscribe on whichever platform you're listening to so you never miss another episode. And if you especially love today's episode, a rating and review would be absolutely incredible. Thanks again and I'll be back in your ears next week. Bye guys.